This is the Bible News Prophecy Program, bringing you news and analysis of world events in the light of Bible prophecy. The following program is brought to you by the Continuing Church of God. Steve Dupuis for the Bible News Prophecy Program with Dr. Bob Teal. Dr. Teal, let's talk about youth, aging, and how to grow old. I saw this article that was recommended by Pocket from the Los Angeles Times related to aging. And the headline was, you're not gross and sad for getting older. Here's how to think about aging instead. And the writer said she encountered the fact that she had an inner bias against aging uh, some spring day in Santa Monica, seven years before. She saw an old woman. Her clothes were torn and tattered, her fingernails dirty, her hair was unkempt, and apparently she was poor. And she felt, she's watching this and she's get this feeling of disgust. I'm not gonna be like her. Then she started to feel sorry for her. Mm-hmm. Then she stopped herself and said, wait a second. Um, I'm getting older too. What, what if I become needy? Uh, and so I shouldn't worry about uh, uh, dirty fingernails and thinking my solution to this is using things like Botox. And she says, you know, the battle against aging is ultimately unwinnable. No matter how old you are, aging is gonna come to you. And we're all affected by our beliefs on it. Says, but we need to understand we're only here for a a limited time. And once we know that life becomes precious and we wanna spend it differently, we wanna prioritize, we wanna really care what's important to us. And she says that changes everything. Even though this article tries to bring hope to those of us that are aging, in my opinion, it misses the mark. Dirty fingernails, poverty, and Botox with death as the alternative. Does God give some positive words for us? Yes, but of course, we're all aging. But let's look at something the Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, uh, uh, starting verse 16, and this will be from the New King James. Therefore, we do not lose heart even though our outward man is perishing. What Paul is saying is we're aging physically every day. That's our outward man. Yet the inward man, now this is referring to converted Christians, is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us for far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. God's plans for us are eternal. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, The things which we see are temporary, they are physical bodies, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Now, Herbert W. Armstrong was the pastor general of the old worldwide church of God. And back in the 20th century, he wrote something about aging. He says, millions have believed a myth that's been brought on by modern civilization. And he says that he was over in an area in Florida that had retirement homes. And he sees these people between the ages of 60 and uh, 70, so my age, sitting idly in front of verandas, passing the time. He says it was a despondent, hopeless, beaten look on their faces that caught our attention and filled us with dismay. Plainly, they had nothing to look forward to. They're just a tired, uninterested, hopeless stare on their faces. They were just eking out an existence until finally death would deliver them out of this hopeless monotony. I said, I had to wonder why. 
Why do people believe in the myth that cheats millions out of one of the happiest times of their life? Why should millions believe a myth that makes them old before their time and robs them of their usefulness, vigor, sparking interest in life and, and accomplishments? Then he talked about knowing his grandparents and then his grandmothers. After they got to a certain age, they started to dress like old women. Because okay? apparently that was the thing culture expected them to do. And he says, we've seen men make similar changes as well. And people seem to feel that uh, they become useless once they retire. And he says, this feeling is so universal that many corporations have retirement programs, ages 60 to 65. And governments do too, by the way. Yeah. He said, I couldn't quite understand this outlook on life. He says, I've personally never reached middle age consciously. He says, after I turned 83, I've enjoyed joking about being 37 going on 36. Because I've been simply too busy to think about growing old or even retiring. Then he says, one of our employees came to me. He was 55. He wanted to retire. Now, he, that's true. He'd been with us for 25 or 30 years. And he'd married this widow who had a camper. And she had a small income. And he said, we could travel very cheaply. I want to get to travel and see some of the United States before I have to meet my maker. Then Herbert Armstrong said, this guy had grown old before his time in his mind. And then he quoted Solomon, who said, well, as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. It seems the old people Mr. Armstrong saw had not yet read 2 Corinthians either. However, he did offer a solution of staying active, even though he was 83. Do we have more verses from the Bible that would apply? Yes, but let me say that he was active until he died, and he uh, that was at age 93 and a half. Now, I want to read from Ecclesiastes chapter 12. And for a change, I'm going to use the New Living Translation. So let me read uh, some of what it says. Do not let the excitement of youth cause you to forget your creator. Honor him in your youth before you grow old and say, life's not pleasant anymore. Remember him in the light of the sun, the moon, the stars before it's dim in your old age, and rain clouds continually darken your sky. Remember him before your legs, the guards of your house start to tremble, and before your shoulders, your strong men stoop. Mm -hmm. Remember him before your teeth, the few remaining servants stop grinding. Yeah. And before your eyes, the women looking through the windows see dimly, verse four. Remember him before the door to life's opportunities is closed, and the sound of work fades. Now you rise at the first chirping of the birds, then all the sounds will grow faint. Verse 5. Remember him before you become fearful of falling and worry about the danger in the streets. Before your hair turns white like an almond tree in bloom and you drag along without energy like a dying grasshopper mm. and the caper berry no longer inspires sexual desire. Remember him before you near the grave, your everlasting home, when the mourners will weep at your funeral. Verse six, yes, remember your creator now while you are young. Before the silver cord of life snaps and the golden bowl is broken, don't wait until the water jar is smashed at the spring and the pulley is broken at the well, for then dust will return to the earth and the spirit will return to the God who gave it, end quote. So is Ecclesiastes telling us to turn to God while we are young and remain with him? Yes. But even if you're not young, you should turn to God as soon as you possibly can, including if, even if you're elderly. Now, Jeremiah, the book of Lamentations, chapter 3, starting in verse 25, 
was inspired to write. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It's good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It's good for a man to bear the yoke in his youth. What does verse 27 mean to bear the yoke in his youth? Basically means to accept and live according to God's ways, which much of the world sees as a burden. Anyway, it's better to start young so you can serve God. The psalmist wrote, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, which happens if you go the wrong way, mm -hmm. who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things, so your youth is renewed like the eagles. Now, Psalm 37, verse 25 says, I've been young and now I'm old, yet I've not seen the righteous forsaken. You're either going to die first or get old. If you do not want to be forsaken in this age, your life, live God's righteous ways. What are those? Well, Psalm 119, verse 172 says, all of your commandments are righteous. All of God's commandments are righteousness. You are better off keeping God's commandments as soon as you can. Now, Psalm 39, verse 4 says, Lord, make me to know my end and what is the measure of my days, that, that I may know how frail I am. Now let's go to Psalm 90, starting verse 9. For all our days have passed away in your wrath. We finish our years like a sigh. And the days of our lives are 70 years. And if by reason of strength they are 80 years, yet their boast is only labor and sorrow. For it is soon cut off and we fly away. Who knows the power of your anger? For as the fear of you, so is your wrath. So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Why should we be excited about those verses? Realizing that we are going to die should motivate all of us to realize the need we have for our Savior for salvation. John 3, 16, 3, 17, we read, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. And in Hebrews 5, verse 9, says, Jesus became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Well, that's a good point. You know, we, we we get older every day. And you know, I read that passage about by reason of strength you can be you can live longer. Well, there's several things you can do physically, by the way, for your health. Um, it's a good idea for most people to eat uh, two or more servings of fruit and three or more servings of vegetables each day. It also, by the way, tends to reduce wrinkling as well as your risk for various diseases. Um, you should try to avoid uh, genetically modified foods if possible. Eat whole grains. Avoid biblically unclean meats, which most people don't do, but they, they, they should do it. Uh, you only eat small amounts of, of meat, relatively small amounts of meat, poultry, or, or fish. Uh, the Bible encourages exercise. It says it helps a little, and it does. Frankly, as you get older, things move around better. You can do things better. Uh, but you also have to be concerned about other things. For example, you don't want to be smoking because that, you'll wrinkle sooner and uh, uh, die sooner. As far as alcohol goes, the Bible warns about over-drinking. Not that you can't drink any. Small amounts of alcohol seem to be okay, but you shouldn't uh, shouldn't get drunk. 
Uh, you bought your weight. In modern society, it's really easy to get overweight and obese people uh, tend to die sooner and have other health issues and uh, don't have life the way they should have. But of course, more than just the physical, we need to realize that this life is temporal and there are spiritual things we should be doing. We should pray every day. Uh, we should read the Bible every day. We should go to Sabbath services, uh, pay attention, not just, okay, I'm here. All right, when's it gonna be over? Mm -hmm. change you know and, and grow in grace and knowledge for our lord and savior jesus christ the bible also encourages fasting if you can fast it's good for your physical as well as spiritual health so it should be an urgent imperative for all of us to fully live god's ways and obey him it's better for us and god does have a plan for you and uh it's uh and the more you embrace it the better your eternity will be you'll make eternity better for yourself others will make eternity better for yourself in my case I was uh, baptized uh, by a minister of Worldwide Church of God when I was 18, and I don't regret being in the church this whole time. I'm glad that I was called in, in my youth. And even if you're not the youth, you should accept God's calling and do what God wants you to do now. So for all of us, of course, we need to change and improve our focus on God, his ways, his end time work, and his coming kingdom. That's what the youth should do, and that's what we should all do since we're all aging every day. Thank you, Dr. Teal. Dr. Teal, being three years past my three score and 10, I would like to sum up our conversation today with one final thought for those that feel that life is passing them by. Except for my wife and children, I would trade the middle 50 years of my life with anyone. I would trade the last 10 years of my life with no one. And the reason the last 10 years were worth living is because of the word of God. Without it, based on my past lifestyle, I would truly be dead. For more interviews with Dr. Teal, in addition to written as well as audio articles, visit our website at BibleNewsProphecy.net. This is Steve Dupuy for the Bible News Prophecy Program. This Bible News Prophecy Program was sponsored by the Continuing Church of God. For more information, including access to our free literature, visit BibleNewsProphecy.net or www.ccog.org.